What's good, Motion Movers? Y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Molly Mall. Back on another episode of Millennials in Motion. I'm gonna let my co-hosts introduce themselves. So, yeah. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Ryan. Coming from the only place where we took the job on I-95. Barack County, Florida, you feel me? What's good, y'all? Hey y'all, it's Nyla. I'm kind of happy to be back. We missed last week, so. Yeah. Why you said just kinda? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came out of my mouth. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl Camille. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Brianna J. We back in the studio, so let's get to it. And we got a special guest in the studio. She's a YouTuber, content creator, all that. If you know, you know. Uh, life is Danny. Oh, uh, hey guys. <laughs> What's up? It's Danny. I'm really excited to be here today. Hey. As normal, we're going to do an icebreaker first off. I had to switch it up a little bit. We're going to do a freelance conversation in regards to what we normally talk about in regards to adulthood. we just kind of going to have a good little convo about whatever's on our mind and our heart. So initially, how we start off is everybody just kind of goes around telling how their week has been, what they've been up to type. So I'll go first. It's Wednesday. I've been really tired. I've just been at practices and trying to keep up with assignments and stuff. But like overall, I'll say like since we've came back from spring break i've really been trying to like lock in and like get my grades right because like i don't know if it's just y'all but like do y'all have professors where the grade will not change until like the, the very end, end? yes yes end. yes or like oh. and then there's nothing you can do exactly and then there's nothing you can do because you don't know about anything exactly. until the end of the semester like so yeah i haven't had that problem yet oh wow. my god i've had it a couple times me too and it's yeah. crazy because they say oh i can't grade all that so why are you giving that much work exactly <laughs> So, yeah, I've been trying to lock in. I said I was going to go to, like, each one of my professors, like, office hours and trying to ask, based off where I am right now, how am I looking for, like, when the grade book closes, just so there's no surprises. And, yeah. and I noticed, like, when you actually go and speak to your professors, they're more likely to, like, look out mm-hmm. if you're missing something or, like, you know, they're less likely to just be like, I'm just going to fail them versus somebody who, you know. But you just can't do it, like, the last week of school. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what? That's why I said, like, around this time, we still got, like, a month or so left. Mm-hmm. And this Friday is the last day to drop your classes, by the way, guys. So Ooh, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that. How do you know you class? can still drop classes? Isn't that not late? It's Whoa. No, withdraw, if you, withdraw. Something about W. Uh, yeah. So it's basically, like, in the beginning of the semester, you can drop it, and you won't have to, like, pay for the class. You know what's crazy about that, too? I just learned the other day that athletes cannot withdraw or they're going to lose their lose they scholarship. I did not know less than the amount of credits they need. I think it's just they can't withdraw, period. And then, because I, I know somebody else told me on their scholarship they can't withdraw either, or the scholarship is. Yeah, that, that makes sense though because a lot of scholarships say you that's have to crazy have though a certain amount of credits. And but you know, saying credits, period. Though. Yeah, but that's I'm what I was saying. You only register for the amount of credits that you need. Who's taking no. twenty credits? I took fifteen. Nah, some, one time. Nah, some people. I had yeah. eighteen. Uh, definitely taking eighteen next yeah. time. Nah, eighteen is crazy. Angola, I took seventeen one time. Yeah, I, me too. For my freshman, I said I'll never do yeah, that again. Yeah, yeah, same with you. Never again. Never I'm taking sixteen again. right now. Y'all yeah, want to know something funny? My advisor, he crazy. My advisor, he said for my next semester for me to take 20 what? 20 credit cr- credit hours and then the following spring to take 27 credit hours oh yeah he's, oh no 
Yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you tweaked, there was like a mistake or you tweaked or something. He was like, no, I normally give my students that amount of credit hours, you know, they can handle it. I'm like, professor, I'm gonna be real with you. I, I can't they do this. So he wants you to take another year here or something. He did all that, so I don't have to, but another year. I don't want to, but that's just, I just I've always said I'd rather man. take my time and enjoy myself but aren't you than like, like, um, rush. I mean, engineering or something? Yeah, he's yeah. engineering, so, so he means, actually has a, yeah, like, have a reasoning yeah. to be what, here. What about summer classes, though? You haven't been taking classes in the summer? I have, but okay, so it was weird. So my major, I used to be mechanical engineering, but now I'm engineering technology. So the curriculum is a little bit different and pretty much the prereqs, they're about the same, but even then some of them I still have to retake because I didn't take all of them as of yet. And it's like one I didn't pass it at Calc 2. So it's that in play as well as still all the other courses that I still have to take. So all that kind of goes in line of why it's a little bit longer than four years, but I'm not tripping. I'm not in a rush because it's a lot that I don't have to get it right now. So how many, how many yeah. years have you been here? This is my third year. Oh, okay. Definitely yeah. don't. Because a lot of yeah. engineering students graduate in six. Yeah. Oh, I won't be here. I'll, I'll, it'll be five. I'm speaking into <laughs> existence now. And you get out of here like it happens on the right time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No cap. Since you're gonna be here for five, are you thinking about running again? Oh no, ma'am. <laughs> I won't be running anymore. Oh, no. 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 I. I mean, I just feel like since the whole thing, one, I feel like my heart's in a place to where I feel like God just got bigger in store for me mm -hmm. than. I FAMU and I don't know after the whole campaign thing I just kind of just been over doing stuff at FAMU now I really understand because I, I feel like in a sense I kind of did everything and in a sense as well everything that I haven't done that I still want to do I could do it without the title of KOG so I'm not really chipping for real I'm just trying to move forward and figure out what's the next step for me for real for real and plus campaigning is expensive like that really that tanked my bank account bad how was that experience for you it was it was interesting <laughs> over Overall, I don't have any regrets. I feel like just going through the process of pre-campaigning, um, leading up, it showed me a lot of things about myself that I didn't really know or didn't think I was capable of doing. It showed me how much love and support I had that I didn't know I had. And I think it just really built up my confidence within myself in general though. But it was just it was just draining at the same time because I'm an amplivert, so I like talking to people, but I like having my own space at the same time. So I felt like I had to keep forcing myself to socialize with people because you know people they'll be like oh this person never talked to me but they want my vote and whatnot so it was just hard to be social and try to be as genuine as possible but have a space for myself to where you know i feel comfortable at the same time it just felt like i kept draining myself out for everybody i kept, it felt like i had to keep doing this this and that like it never was really a true satisfaction where i felt like okay like i'm good i always felt like i had to do more until like you know after everything had happened but it was a humbling experience like i don't know i feel successful regardless because a lot of people said like if everything happened the way I could have ran, I would have won. So you definitely would have. Yeah. So I I feel like a winner already in that, like knowing that I gave everything I had and that I feel like I would have won just genuinely off of like you know everything that I did. So I'm not really tripping about it for real, but it just sucks at the same time. You feel me? But would you persuade anyone else to like run during a campaign? I would. The only thing I would say though is like understand your reason why you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Cause my reason why I wanted to do it. I wanted to, it was two reasons. One, I wanted to show people like my story on regards like, yes, I'm here, but I'm struggling just like y'all. I'm a college student just like y'all. Because mm -hmm. I feel like FAMU student leaders, they give that persona that like, oh, perfect. it's perfect. Oh, yeah. You feel me? They don't give the real transparency about how being a college student
it's like so i want to get my story on that but at the same time i realize like people like a lot of student leaders once they get the position they don't do anything and like, one thing i had realized that i didn't really have in college before i joined bblb was like i didn't really have any resources or really any role models besides my mentors to, like how to be a man so i want to use my resources from bblb and just my experiences in college to really be like okay i want to apply all of that to help all the young men out who may not be a part of any organizations or who may not be anything so i could kind of be that guy for them to kind of help them figure out how to live or how to go into their manhood based on to what i knew so i feel like if you do want to run for something just understand your why and let it be a genuine reason don't just do it just for face and for clout because i mean if you do that i feel like once you do that you're not gonna really be satisfied and even so i feel like even the title don't completely give you clout i feel like you really build yourself up to really you know put yourself out there and whatnot though so i feel like if it's genuine then yeah and what you said like i feel like that's real for everything that you do in life like if it's not genuine don't do it like exactly. pursue something because you're gonna be miserable yes yes it's okay i feel like personally family just wasn't ready for some some real genuine some big stuff i had some big things in store you feel me you can be that real relatable no okay. <laughs> entertaining <laughs> to a certain extent i don't think that they want that like ever like family has a very they like to say that they don't but it's a polished look about everything yeah. it's definitely moving more commercial now mm -hmm. like everything that's coming like all the hype that family's getting like, mm -hmm. I would say a lot of people are saying how they wish FAMU was the way it was before COVID and they mm. miss old FAMU, this, that, and the third. But if we're being completely honest, I had this conversation with somebody that's in SGA the other day. The only reason FAMU is losing its spirit, really, if we're being honest, is because all the upperclassmen have moved on. They're focused on getting jobs, working. They're not really going to events. So you're solely relying on class of 26 to continue tradition when we don't even know the tradition. But that's that's the thing. Like, we didn't expect for my class because I'm class of 23 we didn't expect the seniors to be here like every senior class they we got to get our stuff together like mm -hmm. you feel me like we're doing our internships we're working jobs like we have our own houses and stuff to take care of in life after college so you guys have to come in like when we came we threw laundry room parties we had man we had all types of stuff oh y'all was live no one and yeah. no one told us to do this stuff like we just, just got mm -hmm. together and we're like yeah. oh let's do this like we're not gonna sit here bored and if we were gonna be bored we we're gonna be bored together we we're gonna mm -hmm. be in the room like turning yeah. up or you know doing something like so that's why like I really do feel for the younger classes because you guys aren't getting the experience that we got like it's mm. so so different like I don't even really like it here anymore yeah. but you have to make your own fun like everything that you do in life especially the college experience is what you make it like mm -hmm. if you want to have a good time you're going to have a good time you're gonna go out there you're gonna make friends and you're gonna interact and it's not that hard like people are kind people aren't mean here like mm -hmm. other schools bro I've been like to other schools and they're not as friendly as we are here like you know it's easy to they approach that someone too. here yeah so i feel like it's really like y'all just have to get out there and make your own traditions like that's what family's been about i think everybody is too the easiest way i put it everybody's too busy trying to be bougie and sadiddy now like like you said nobody the reason why i really love y'all class honestly because like you said y'all just want to have a good time y'all want to make the most out of your college experience yes y'all had aspirations and goals that y'all want to achieve but at the same time at the end of the day y'all want to enjoy yourselves yeah. i feel like everybody nowadays they want to be that, that phase. already already have it together yeah you know right. be like 
be like, oh, I want to be that content creator. You know, they everybody want to be like the face to where it's just like, you know, I don't know. I'm the persona that, you know, family wants to amplify and whatnot. Instead of just, you know, just being you, you feel like, you feel me? Just doing, you know, having you a good time and whatnot. You know, it's okay to handle business, but at the same time, it's like, we all college students, you know? A hundred percent with that because I feel like I, I'm going to have a good time regardless. <laughs> I'm going to go out, I'm going to have a good time, but I'm also going to come back, you know, be in my journalist bag, this, that, and the third. But I've always had a good time at FAMU. And when I go on, like, these social media apps and see that everybody's complaining, I'm like, hmm. Shoot, I'm, especially Fizz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, well, then I wonder why. Because y'all don't show up to me. Right? Yeah. Like, no, I be going to the games and stuff like that. Nobody be there. Like, yeah. nobody. They don't even have, like, cram jam and on-campus events because I feel like people don't show up yeah. anymore. But another thing to what you were saying, like, I think everyone is trying to grow up a little too fast, like, yeah. act like they have it together. We're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. This is literally when we're supposed to be having fun. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And we're never going to get this opportunity ever, again ever to be again. among so many young black people that are educated. I mean, you know, some people will be a little off. But like, <laughs> like, For the majority. Right, you're around your peers. Like, we're not going to have this, so enjoy it and stop trying to act like, you know, you're older. Like, you got everything together. This is when you figure it out. And that's what I've been figuring out, like, during college, like, a lot about my self like this yeah. is a perfect time to learn about you because you're away from like home and there's a lot of distractions here but you learn like your true morals your true values mm-hmm. what you prioritize in life here yeah. that's real now what you gotta say <laughs> i want to say that before i came to fam it was like all I seen but once I have got here it's I don't want to say it's not like worth the hype mm-hmm. but it's kind of not mm-hmm. if that makes sense because it's like the stuff you see on Instagram and TikTok even now like it doesn't it give the full picture yeah it's yeah. not yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what you see on TikTok is not what it's not you're gonna realize though like also you're never going to see the full picture anywhere anything that's being advertised they're only going they're to showing the good, the good part parts, yeah. so of course you know when you're in a from the outside looking in it's gonna look all like glamorous and oh my god but it's just like when you get here you gotta see the negatives and yeah it's always gonna be something else so. that you're not seeing but it was just like I- i'm not gonna lie though like before covid it definitely was real glamorous that's what i'm saying like before i got here but since i got here after covid i already knew it wasn't gonna be the same but it's still just like dang and what year are you 25 25 like honestly we our class was so detached from 24 when they came and then you guys came at 26 like we never like really got to meet you guys yeah there was never there was no yeah yeah. and then like you guys have to understand that we're all kind of still suffering from covid like we got cut in freshman year so like when we came back we're supposed to be the older ones and the ones y'all look up to we're still trying to like grow up and like look up to other people that aren't here so that was really rough for us too so Mm -hmm. that's really where the disconnect between the classes come like and i just hate that that happened i wonder if this is an issue that's at every hbcu or at most that's a good question. Me too. Because if we go on TikTok, Instagram right now, NCAT look fun. Howard having what? all the darties. I've been looking but, at- but look, here's the thing. I got homegirls that go to Southern. I got homegirls that go to like Prairie View. And some of them talking about, oh, I want to transfer to fam. So it's just like, right. girls, every, everybody, <laughs> everybody feel the everybody same. Everybody feel the same way. So that's like, what I'm saying. Like this COVID affected everybody. So all campuses are a little shifted. All administration mm-hmm. is horrible right now. There's an influx of freshmen taking up. Housing. Everybody has a housing yeah. crisis going on. So hopefully, as 
the years progress and I pray, I pray, I pray, I pray that this happens before I graduate. <laughs> but um, that that culture does come back. But that's Be- because even with the new administration, SGA people that are, are elected, yeah. I've been talking to them because you know I run a show, Venom Affairs, tune in about SGA, and they have a lot of plans to really get that family, family feeling back. Hopefully they they work and. We can have those manhunts, those mm-hmm. games, those set. I want to have a dark set. I do so too. Oh my dark gosh, yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. I have a question. What is a darky? It's a day, a day party. party. <laughs> so we used to have like, they used to have set and then it'd be like a day party at GVO. Rest in peace in GVO. Darky yeah. though? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's low key. It's, a it's, it's kind of the sense like brunch, but it's not brunch. Yeah. Did y'all hear about pots? Yes, they're going down, praying on their down. They said they don't want any more black parties because we bring. We scared the security. No. I seen that. Who said that? Party administration. They they told the party promoter. Yeah, it's on Fizz. When I used to, I used to work at GVO, and the same person that owns Pots owns Mm -hmm. GVO, and there was a clear difference about how they treated people on the white nights versus on the black nights. Like, yeah, I've been to Thirsty Thursday. Yes, like it's it's crazy, and they say it like, oh don't do this like they upcharge whenever it's black night they upcharge for drinks they upcharge for tickets bro it's crazy. crazy and so like they carry that over once gvo got shut down they're doing the same thing at pot village it's the same administration and you see it like how they act every time we go they hold the line yes so, you know, they always want to shut down the parties like why did gvo get uh they got evicted they, they had too much man they had a fire they had like multiple, multiple shootings there it was Yeah. Yeah. I've never been to GBO. I remember when GBO got got caught on fire with the napkins. napkins (laughs) After I quit, I started praying on their downfall. Really? (laughs) So it was you. Where are we going now? 10? We might have to. Not the strip. I'm not going to Baja. I don't even like the strip. I'm just not going out no more. No, I think we need to bring back block parties one. And I think like we need to go to the white clubs. Recess and stuff. Not Mm -hmm. enjoy. Like, huh? We need to come back. That's what we need to come back. Conklin Conklin will never come back, though. Especially because they sold it. It's It's on campus. I already know. Conklin's pride. That was just pride, man. I was was scared of Conklin. Never going back. That's where my life ended almost. Oh, my God. Conklin used to have some fun. Like, that always would be the moves the bonfires and then go to Conklin. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, like, because it was our sophomore year, and it's, like, right when we moved off campus, like, our first time in apartments, and they didn't really have, now, you can't, like, really throw parties around there, I guess, yeah. and everything that happened, but before, it was a free-for-all. Let's so, was that, is that, like, the cues? Um, no, it's no, really, it was um, just really anybody. Really anybody, yeah, and then now it's, like, spot. yeah, it's some, like, alphas, some cues are over there, so it's a mix of everybody from school, really, like, but, and, and it's so family-like over there, like, everyone's so sad that we have to leave. I don't. They didn't um, sell my apartment, but <laughs> I'm staying there for the next until I graduate. Yeah, it was very nice over there. Okay, y'all. So why are we protesting? I was gonna ask. That was gonna be. My that was for the bill HB 999. So basically, they're trying to get rid of um, the Greek organizations, but the Black Greek organizations like permanently, any, like any, the Divine well, Nine. Yeah, any, in Florida. Uh, anything regarding and diversity like, and inclusion and Latina. Like wait, well, like cancel it. Like, they didn't explicitly yes, like, say um, Greeks because they advi- uh, revised the bill. Mm-hmm. But what it did say was, let me pull it up. So I did nah, talk about it in the away. show. Yeah. 
And then like black spaces is like safe like spaces for mm-hmm, and safe spaces for like LGBTQ. So DeSantis is for this. Like he's yeah. pushing this. This is his bill. This is his this bill. Is he created the bill. Yes. Man, this yeah. is crazy. But honestly, like one man. Okay. One man. He's, one a girl. he's not hiding it. Like he's trying to take down black people. He don't people, gotta literally. hide it. He's he don't the gotta governor. Hide him being on campus is really crazy. Like crazy. Yeah. Nah, that's, no, that's disrespectful. That's yeah. kind of crazy. That's disrespectful. Girl, Larry invited him. Like, why you couldn't go to FSU? Why you couldn't go to FSU? Okay, it says according to line 341, state colleges and universities will be banned from financially supporting any programs or campus activities that expose diversity, equity, and inclusion or critical race theory rhetoric. Which is basically banning theory. Black sororities (laughs) and fraternities have a long history of promoting diversity, equality, and inclusion. While the language of this bill doesn't explicitly ban Divine Nine organization, it doesn't explicitly protect them. So it's taking away their funding. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. How y'all gonna defund the organizations but not, you know what, let me be quiet. And then of course also it just attacks critical race theory and everything. So basically. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of those classes and also majors that include diversity like any yeah. majors regarding like you African American studies yeah, well, one of my friends though, because what if yeah. you're an Asian yeah. studies or girl they don't care or nah, any bro. other studies they're gonna brother, let those brother, stay brother Kyle was telling us about this he warned us about this he was like yeah they, they, he was telling us before that this came out that they was trying to take the department because mm-hmm. he teaches a- African American studies mm-hmm. and he was like you know he's trying to hold on to the thing but dang this yeah. is crazy yeah so all the money that we don't get anyway we're really mm-hmm. not gonna get now yeah. wow it's really a mess because i heard a lot of funding goes through those organizations or go towards those organizations so when you withdraw all of that money why, okay so why is why did larry invite him here like to I, be like hey. this is what they do this is- you know family money hungry bruh so who knows that's that's might what be, i'm saying might be thing, a publicity that's stuff that's what i'm money saying at this point. like nah family be getting mad money and i think they're fumbling like i don't know what they're doing because first of all i don't know why the amphitheater was built for millions of dollars no, that's piece of concrete like, like a slab and a roof they're fumbling <laughs> their money and they can be sending funds elsewhere sga could be funded better they could be organizations could be funded tuition. exactly one thing i did learn though when people they donate money or they have emphasis on alumni donating money what i learned they don't communicate how they should dis- uh, donate the money because they'll just say donate the fam you donate the fam you mm. but i learned that when you donate the fam you there's a specific way that a specific process to where let's say you want to donate money to j school let's say you want to donate on um, to the college of engineering you want to donate to such and such students or such and such organization there's a certain way that you have to specify that you want this money to go towards it but because a lot of people don't know that you know family they just distribute the money how they choose to because that's just general money to them but in actuality the donators they want to donate this money to specifically students of this organization and they know where they want it to go they exactly say it. so why are they acting yeah. to paper i guess on paper have y'all ever noticed they, on know. the um radio drop one of the drops is like oh if you donate to J- yeah make yeah sure you put j school mm-hmm. yeah this yeah. is crazy yeah go get it exactly why as soon as i graduate <laughs> okay i wanted to ask my question that i had put as a topic a long time ago what's up it was like can you fall out with your family about money yes yes yeah. yes. yes i feel like this happens often with black families especially when somebody dies mm, no, that is true that 
that's boy, you mm-hmm. hit it on the head. Okay. Sure. You hit it on the head. Everybody fighting for now. Nah, this my money. Now nah, I knew him more. Nah, this my money. Get money hungry and the whole family fall out. That's that's a personal issue though. Like, why are you money hungry over somebody else's money? You feel me? Like y'all mm-hmm. are family. Like, if anything, let it be split evenly. If that's the case, I feel like the family didn't have a strong foundation from yeah. the jump. Honestly, <laughs> I've yeah. never experienced anything like that or seen that. I haven't. I personally haven't experienced anything like that, but I've seen a lot of situations. But it's like not that. even just with that. Like, even if like you know you got people, they don't got it right now. They asking you to help them pay their car insurance mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then they be like, "Oh, I'm gonna pay you back," and they don't pay back. They don't yeah, pay that's back. What I'm about to say. Yeah. They better give it. It can also be looked at from that perspective of uh, you're always asking me for money. I know we family, mm-hmm. but it's like. Dang. And then you're going to keep asking and never give it back. And you got to put your foot down and be like, no, like, yeah. you got to figure something else out for you. And that's my thing, too. Like, me personally, I don't mind giving. Mm-hmm. If I know you're the type of person who's just going to keep asking and keep draining all that I have for your own benefits, then I already know that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. But if you're somebody to where it's like, okay, I know you will give back to me. I don't have no problem giving back to you because at the end of the day, like I said, the foundation of the love that's necessary with family is there between us. The relationship is there to where I know if I need you, you got me. So I was like, okay, I got you when you need me. You feel me? But a lot of times, like y'all said, these folks just be money hungry. They just they just be greedy. They don't really they don't really value the family aspect of the relationship that they have with their loved ones. They just want the the materialistic things that they have, which don't really mean nothing at the end of the day. Because as we see, once we own, can't take nothing out with you. Okay. So mm. I don't really try to fall out with people about money, especially like if I know I'm gonna get it back. But I don't know, my, situ- my question stemmed from like, my cousin basically owed me money. And it's like every time he told me he was going to pay me back, like all of a sudden he, he broke. Like he, or he just said he don't got it or what the case may be. And my problem really wasn't with him owing me money because I get it. But at the same time, like you have to communicate, like you know the date set that you're supposed to pay me. So and you yeah. know you're not going to have it on that date. So why not just tell me up front instead of me having to feel like I'm chasing you. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think sometimes people like don't communicate well because they might be embarrassed about it but it's too late to be embarrassed true yeah it's way too late but that's like i've heard that's why you know some people do that like they don't want to say that they but like you already borrowed the money like is that that, that's the most embarrassing part or that's the part that you should be embarrassed about but we passed that now so yeah i mean it is what it is yeah i had a question to ask and how should i ask this question i think my question was just like in general because i know we had talked about early like we all just trying to figure it out y'all have like an idea not just from a career standpoint but like in general like what do y'all want to do for real and more in the sense i guess let me ask do y'all feel like y'all purposes for real mm, that's a good question yeah i'm Ryan, curious Ryan had asked me this in the car on the way home i did and we just got to you got me to express my <laughs> my life story <laughs> i don't know i i don't know i just feel like i'm here <laughs> To live. I'm figuring it out as I go. Right. That's real. Personally, I feel like I have a really soft spot for women and like girls in general. And mm. I feel like that's why I want to be rich so I can help mm-hmm. give back to certain things and like do certain philanthropic activities that I want to yeah. do. But like, I definitely feel like I'm here to help out and influence women to like, you know, live in their truth, like be you and like have certain standards about yourself, like not accept anything, just anything 
anything from anybody like value yourself truly you feel me mm -hmm. and like i really have a soft spot for single moms i really have a soft spot for little girls especially like kids like they're so easily impacted by what people say and like a little black girl or a little girl period like the things that are done to them and are said to them when they're younger it truly affects them throughout their entirety and then you're stuck with having to like undo that when you're older mm -hmm. and so like i really want to i don't know do some inspirational thing with that open up maybe some homeless shelters and stuff for women and help them get on their feet like find jobs and support them and stuff mm -hmm. but like that's why now like i want to do film um directing music videos um movies and stuff like that oh you want to do everything I yeah like and the bags that i get from that is gonna fund like the stuff that i want to do so like mm -hmm. you know some people are like oh why do people like want so much money like it seems as though it's greedy and it's yeah. not like some people I actually want so exactly so they can help mm -hmm. like what can you do in life i'm not saying that you're worthless without money but like bro money fuels a lot of stuff like if you want freedom in your life you have to have money like to take Literally. time to travel to like spend with your family for health reasons like to make sure you're okay as well and then to help other people like people don't realize that and so if you don't mind me asking as well is there like any experiences growing up that kind of influenced like why you want to help women and, and young little girls oh definitely okay so my mom was a single mom she is a single mom she had me when she was 21 and she came up here she we're jamaican so okay. she came up here when she was 21 and had me and so like she had to go through that whole process of immigration and stuff like that with a kid as well and so like imagine doing that by yourself like yeah. and i like i feel like i was a very um intelligent kid like emotionally intelligent and like just seeing stuff as well like i understood and i saw like what she was going through mm -hmm. and like i hate that for women and seeing how men can just disregard women's feelings like i don't think a lot of men are emotionally intelligent some mm -hmm. are but I even agree, yeah. even like mm -hmm. amongst our peers and stuff hearing them speak and like they're just now learning things like empathy and yeah. not to treat people any type of way i'd be like what like that's stuff that comes naturally mm -hmm. to a lot of people and so anyways like with that like i want women to know like there is a standard of way that like men should treat you and anyone period like your friends your romantic relationships like don't just mm -hmm. take anything and i also i'm sorry i'm going way off the, no, but, like, i feel like the way that like you allow you allow what people will do to you you feel me so like mm -hmm. if you're in a relationship friendship or romantic and someone keeps doing something to you and you keep allowing it you're letting them you know like if you cut that at the head or you dealt with someone that actually cared like you wouldn't be going through a lot of the stuff that you go through and i'm not saying off rip because people can fake it and stuff like i've seen yeah. that with my mom as well like people will come in a pretty bow and a pretty package and seem like they're everything and then flip the switch but i'm saying like when stuff starts happening cut it at the head don't just put up with anything you're way more more special than that and then just like i don't know i hate the fact that my mom couldn't go back to school like she started college in jamaica but then she had me she had to leave school and stuff like that so i'm gonna be a first gen college student when i graduate and like what i really want to do is like open up apartments i feel like there are tons of abandoned places and stuff like that mm -hmm. and like house women like i would fund it like pay for the bills and the rent whatever whatever That's dope. and then help them like have stuff in store for it to help them like find jobs and set them up well and then once they get on their feet and like make their money they can still have a place to live but they start paying for it you know but not mm -hmm. until they're good i just want people to have equal opportunities because everyone's like oh the opportunities are out there the opportunities are out there but everyone's level like everyone's playing field is not leveled yeah. at all like everyone's starting from different points yeah. the whole immigration thing with my mom bro she came here she doesn't know what's going on mm -hmm. for real you yeah. know but that's where it's 
comes from. That's real. <laughs> I mess with that. That's real. Thanks. I feel like a lot of my family has like a similar story. A lot of them are Caribbean, so they have like to move yeah. and figure out the, their lives with like multiple kids. Like my grandmother had like eight kids. Yeah. So when she's coming from Jamaica and she moved to um, New York and then she came to Miami, like I just know that was so hard for her to do that with eight kids and like and it's brand new. Like, yeah, like this is nothing like down there. So yeah, it's yeah. And then at the same time, like now as a 21 year old, 2018, like 19, be being in college, mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, she was my age right now, like, dealing with like, dealing with coming to a new country with a kid. Like it's like imagine the problems I think are crazy now, like the things that they were going through was like saying like it's yeah. sometimes like I be crying like and I like will reach out to my mom. I talk to my mom every day, but like mm -hmm. I'll just text her and be like, I I really appreciate you for your strength and like who you are as a woman and for constantly pouring into me because she was never a bad mom. And like I understand like how some women take out like what they're going through onto their child because yeah. like if you're my age, we don't have a lot of stuff figured out. So like right. you're gonna project your issues onto other things and like it'll it might come onto your child. But my mom's never done that with me and I really get emotional about that. Like I appreciate that because I hear stories from other people and how their relationship with their mom is and it's mm -hmm. like dang you know yeah. so I think like if you have a good mom definitely appreciate her because just imagine like what you're going through now like they yeah. went through stuff like that back then and they're still growing as a person like we don't see our moms as people or like I don't know you guys might but like a lot of people don't see moms as people they're just mom like they're yeah. their own yeah. person as well like they have their own needs their own wants but they put us before them sometimes put your mom before you you feel me no that's real because I feel like especially with with black mothers we look them at we look at them as like a black wonder woman in a sense yeah, to where superheroes. exactly to where we expect our moms to be so perfect and like to handle everything to where we don't even really think about the aspect of like dang i wonder what my mom is thinking about like what she's going through what she's mm -hmm. stressing about and how she's juggling all of her own personal problems and probably putting them on the back burner to make sure that her whole family especially her children are in the right space for them to be successful but it's just like like you said you got sometimes you gotta flip the switch to her you gotta really be not not the parent but you gotta make sure that you know if necessary that you're the provider for your mom and not just in regards to materialistic things but like maybe Emotional, just emotionally yeah. you know all those things so especially if someone else isn't there to you know take yeah care. like that's and that's how you should be with everyone in your life like emotionally be there for people and if you know you're not like don't deal with that person you feel me mm -hmm. but as to what you were saying about how we see moms or black women in general as superheroes i feel like yes everyone sees us like strong black women we're supposed to be strong black women but women are very delicate like we're yeah. literally like flowers and people don't see us like that like mm -hmm. because we have so much to face they think that we need to be so strong but we you have to look at women like that like mm -hmm. we're we're literally little girls in our big bodies yeah like so mm, no, I'm that's touch why on, uh, something that you just spoke on Danny and um Ryan so with my mom I'm not gonna say like I had like a lot of built up anger but like you said like Danny how you was saying that your mom was like never a bad mom she didn't really put her traumas onto you I'm not gonna say I had the complete opposite experience but I feel like you know my mom came over to the states too when she was like young but you know everything was still new to her as well so it's like um me as a kid you know I'm not understanding that I'm not seeing that I'm not taking that in so when she's hurt I'm hurting too because 
of the things that's being inflicted in once i did start seeing my mom as another person as somebody who has feelings as somebody who has been hurt herself it really did allow me to just be like dang you know have a sense of compassion because i feel like we don't all have compassion for our moms i feel like we don't try to just understand their point of view or where they coming from like we look at them or where you had us you know yeah. instead of you know so i feel like y'all spoke on some really good points and yeah and that's real what you're saying as well and compassion and empathy goes for everyone as well like mm -hmm. people like especially at school too like you walk on and you see your peers and people might be looking happy and da da this and that you have no idea what people are going what's going on in their head what's going on at home like mm -hmm. it's crazy and people kind of like walk over people nowadays i feel like we've really lost as humans yes. people don't you know exactly like people just walk over people and i hate that it really will i think everyone needs to take a sociology class first of all to see like how they impact other people but if everyone just had a little more empathy and would put themselves in other people's shoes maybe or just see things from other people's point of view you don't necessarily have to agree like you could be having an argument but it's because you guys are totally different people you've had totally different, different experiences, experiences in life exactly. you're seeing things from two different points of view you don't have yeah. to agree but understand where that person is yeah. coming yeah. from because there's the yeah time. but not everybody be open-minded like that for real they, they yeah. don't they don't somebody's reinforced to me like treat people how you want to be treated and like in the moment like with the whole situation going on it's like yeah people say that all the time you grew up hearing that but once you get into that mode and once you've been through so many situations and you actually sit yourself down and be like i'm gonna treat people how i want to be treated it just it, it makes the foundation for you and yourself and how you how you want to be presented to people how you want people to look at you and mm -hmm. your presence and everything like that so that's my thing to the audience today to the motion <laughs> and how you want to be treated i feel like some people i was seeing this thing about like how some people are like it gets tiring to be nice yeah. and like yeah. you're saying treat people how you want to be treated so obviously you would be kind to people but like after a certain time like people like if you're feeling it taken advantage of or stuff people would be persuaded to start acting cold-hearted and stuff like that and i don't think that we should do that like it's really about who you pour your energy into like right. i mean be kind to everybody but like don't harden yep. your heart so, so exactly so exactly don't harden your heart to the world like just sharpen your mm -hmm. mind like be smart about the moves that you make and the people that you let into your life like but still keep that kindness and the softness about yourself like don't let the world change because you can impact the world in ways that you don't even know and even like the little smiles that you give people on the daily or the little chats and the hugs and stuff like that like you really do not know how much that impacts people for real like life. literally as i'm walking sometimes i'll just randomly give a person a compliment like just off the top of like oh i like your your hat yeah. oh, right. Make their and, whole and literally because like, i've noticed when people do it to me sometimes like i'll go back later and i'm just thinking about it like oh yeah. i remember this person said they like this shirt so i'm gonna wear it again like things like that so it really does impact people so positively when they hear something that others think is like mm -hmm. you know admirable or you know when people can actually put their pride to the side and applaud somebody else for doing something like it, it really does make people feel good because at the end of the day we are always like taught to live not caring what others think but, body, right. like. but really and honestly and truthfully it's like the only other people that are here to experience this life with us is other humans so naturally you're going to care what other people think because mm -hmm. it's just that's just natural human nature no matter how hard you, you want to try it so it's like you were saying just really sharpen your mind mm -hmm. and know 
win and that's something i kind of been trying to work on more like i don't know i'd be scared like i always would tell myself because i'm somebody one of my love languages is words affirmation so when people are always telling me like i'm proud of you or i love you i appreciate you you're doing a great job you know i take those things to the heart because i really beat myself up or sometimes you know no matter how much self-love i have for myself depending on the circumstance sometimes i just i don't be feeling it you know i don't be feeling myself so sometimes when i feel like i'm in the mood where it's like you know i just want to give a lot of love just tell people like i love them i appreciate them even if i don't know them like i'll be wanting to but i'll be scared sometimes you know like i said that's like the amplifier in me like i want to be social but sometimes i don't even want to approach folks you feel me at the same time though but like i think that's really important like even with people you don't know but you don't gotta tell everybody like i love you i appreciate you da, 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 da. now if you want to that's up to you you know i ain't bashing that but i feel like it is important just to share that that love and that empathy towards everybody because like you said danny like everybody you don't know what everybody is going through and it's like it's the small things that make a really big impact for real including me too like it's been like very small things that really like you know just been like a light switch in my day like i could have had like a terrible day but somebody might send me something or just tell me something it, it only could be something like sentimental or anything it could be something funny and it'll just you know make my day a whole lot better so i don't know that's something that i try to work on more just amplifying more love and just joy into everybody dude but you gotta make sure you pour that into yourself too because if you try doing that and not pouring back pouring back into yourself yeah it ain't gonna work out true to what you were saying about you said you kind of get anxious i guess about like telling people certain things like mm -hmm. you know like complimenting people and stuff like that mm -hmm. but what i learned like i've been going through that as well like i get a little anxious about like how people will receive me so i'm like oh my god i don't want to do too much but yeah. like that's you you know like live in yourself and your truth and if they don't receive it well like you had good intentions at the end of the day you yeah. feel me so or like you might think they're not receiving it well but it's because that's not how they typically receive love or typically you know receive that type of stuff you might introduce something new to them like that's i would right. say to definitely live in your truth and be you know you like don't be afraid to show love to people at all that's real we might as well just do our shout outs now so i want to give a shout out to all my cast members as always you feel me mm. i want to give a shout out to t44 the boys the t44 boys. yes yep. the new trees new the trees to them boys man. new saplings i'm so proud of them mm -hmm. i feel like a dad <laughs> <laughs> like the boys yeah bro, i'm so proud of them i want to give a shout out to cali for doing interviews and taking pictures that is one celebrity you ain't yeah. have a shout out in my M though, bad. You played. I, I know because she was so you busy. Folded, she folded. was so busy. Like, no, I'm already knowing. The, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. she's she's one celebrity that I've met that like is really just down to earth and like very mm -hmm. bubbly and very like, oh my god, hi. Like she doesn't act like you know like mm -hmm. when people were asking for a picture, she's like, sure. She's just she's a very nice person, even though she's not like a big celebrity yet. But like she's still up and coming to mm -hmm. the point where it's like she's still humble. Right, she's yeah. still humble. Oh, so she like, oh, that's real. Yeah, her mom was like running around with her like oh yeah y'all can save it but yeah her mom is super nice just shout out to her um her vibe her energy was amazing it was so cool also i want to give a shout out to my family love y'all you feel me thank y'all for really just instilling these values that i carry to to this day that's really it for real first shout out to god as always shout out to my family shout out to my mom and my dad i love y'all <laughs> i know i haven't called or texted y'all in a minute i know that, that's how it be you feel me and i told my mom that but i feel like she's stressing about me i'm like mama please don't stress please about don't me stress like, about like it's okay but nah mama, don't worry <laughs> right <laughs> 
But nah, definitely love to y'all. Love to my R25 brothers for sure. Yo. Love to the crew. I love all y'all. That's pretty much. Oh, and love to Danny too for sure. Oh, um, nice. I ain't gonna lie. I I don't know if I ever said. I'm pretty sure I have told you this before, but like legitimately, like you are one of my favorite YouTubers type Thank B. You. Like you done got me through some rough days. No cap. I'm not oh, gonna thanks. hold you. But yeah, that's <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so shout out to the crew, the gang for sure. Mm -hmm. I wanna shout out my daddy because. I had well we supposed to be going to Dubai soon so I had to get a global entry card we in Dubai <laughs> <laughs> so I had to get a global entry card so my interview they call it an interview but I was in there for like six minutes I had to go to an interview in Orlando so you drove down there no 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 <laughs> this is why I'm shouting out my daddy because my dad stays in Atlanta so he got me from Tallahassee to get to him to Atlanta. Then he had this like little race thing. He he ran a 10K, y'all. And he came first place in his age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got we went from Atlanta to Orlando. That's where my appointment was. Then he drove me from Orlando to um Tallahassee. Then he drove back to Orlando to go back to Atlanta. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he he had been running like this was like from Friday to Monday. Yeah. He was running off like four hours of sleep oh this no. whole time. And oh my he was gosh. just doing everything for me and I'm that just shows how, how much he cares. Yeah, yeah. that's all. Yeah, like I love my daddy, y'all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he bought me a new pair of Crocs and everything. Cause y'all, if y'all know me, yeah. I'm obsessed with yeah. Crocs. I got like 15 pairs. <laughs> like we went to the mall, cause I had to get a jersey for something. And then I seen a Croc store. And he looked at me. He already knew. And he was like, and he gave me the car. I was like. <laughs> yes, he gave me the card. That's That's right. Right. But yeah, shout out my daddy. And I also want to shout out Attack Dance Crew. Hey. I got some stuff going on with them. Okay. Stay soon. You feel me? It's been a lot. It's been a lot. I forgot to say, shout out to my pageant family. <laughs> BBLB's pageant is going to be amazing. I'm excited for that. Yes. Not. So is Attack. And yeah, that's both my the number one pageants of the spring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I'm done. I wanted to say shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I of course. Fun. I love conversation. I love talking to folks, and you guys have great freaking vibes. I want to. <laughs> I want to shout out my mom, like just for her being there for me, and like especially now, like throughout college, we've gotten super close, and I just appreciate that because college, like it might look cool on the outside, and I've talked about this in my vlogs and stuff too, but like it really is a rough time yes. for people. Like it's a big up and down and a big change in your life and it's a lot of development like personal development that you're going through and i appreciate her for being there for me um and just being the woman that she is like she is the definition of a perfect mom to me like but yeah i also want to shout out like just my close friends and like family like my team for real like there are not a lot of people in life that are going to truly truly be there for you when you need it and fully accept you for you and i just appreciate these people for being there for me as i'm approaching my graduation and stuff like that like seeing how much has transpired over the couple the past few years and stuff and like who's here now at the mm -hmm. end like it's crazy uh, it's crazy and it's so real like they're so real i love everybody like all my peeps they're super cool so That's shout out to y'all man shout out to fam i guess like <laughs> shout out to fam like i'm about to graduate come on like you graduate the spring? Or? No, in December. Okay, for so, sure, for sure. Yeah, I picked my last set of classes. I had my advisement one yesterday. Bro, I was in there crying. I'm, I'm yeah. a really emotional person. Now, when I was younger, I wasn't really emotional, but like mm -hmm. hard body, you feel me? But now, like,
like I'm very soft and so I'm like No, that's like, accomplished. That's an accomplishment yeah, right there. I'm like, wow, I did this. Like I didn't even know how I was going to pay for college or how I was going to get here in the first place. And to see like I'm out of here, no debt, like didn't have to pay for nothing. I'm about to graduate with great grades, great people leaving with me. I'm just like, whoa. And I finally feel like, I don't know, it feels like there's always something going on, but like, like there's always just something, even mentally or like physically, there's just always stuff. Now I truly feel whole. Like I feel the same person I was walking in, like whole, you know, fam, you, I feel like it eats at you yeah, sort of, yeah. but like I feel whole, like yeah. in this present moment. That's so, real. Yeah. I'm going to shout out God and then I'm going to shout out me. Hey. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> like everybody be t like I had went back home recently by the way, I just came back on Sunday, so my spring break was two weeks. So, uh oh, like, that was, <laughs> like, I'm really trying to just get back in a groove. But like when I was back home, like I just kept getting reminded, like I'm really playing on myself. Like I really have so much talent, but mm. I just be so scared to give a hundred percent because mm, yeah. it's like I be thinking, what if I fail? But I really have to stop thinking like that because you know I don't know, but I'm just tired of playing on myself. You know, if I other people that. see it, you know, it's definitely it's definitely something I could do, you know? Yeah. And I was just told that too much when I went home to not try to do something while I'm up here or try to involve myself or just try to perfect my craft. So I'm going to really take the steps to be a better me and really put all, you know, all my emotion behind that of just becoming a better person and putting all my effort into just being better. So, yeah. I felt that for That's sure. Right. Mm -hmm. That's Love that yeah. for you. I will say shout out to Since Women's History Month. Is it Women's History Month, right? It's about to come. Yeah, it's about to come. Yeah. It's about to come to an end. So shout out to all the beautiful women, beautiful black, strong women. Out we there. love our black women for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, just because the month's over doesn't mean that we are gonna stop appreciating you all. So Women's yeah. And I also want month. to give a shout out to everybody that is finishing a process. Mm -hmm. If you were doing something, let it be D9 service, anything. Because you know, fam, you. If you want to be a part of anything at fam, you, you're gonna go through a process. Mm -hmm. That's just the sad truth. A lot of people. <laughs> That's finally over. Congratulations. It's over. Yeah, you did it. Sure. And we are proud of y'all. And then also, I just want to leave with this last note that it's almost over. I believe that there's only five weeks of school of this semester left. The semester be going by so fast. The spring go be going yeah, by spring, the spring, spring, I blinked and it was over. Yeah. Fall, I blinked. It was still here. <laughs> it was still here. I went home, came back, and I was still more <laughs> But yes, it's almost over. Just thug it out, stick it, stick through, yeah. get them grades up, talk to them professors, and yeah. We'll say, we'll say. Oh yeah, Danny, I want to shout out you too yeah. because, bro, my yeah. freshman year coming into fam, I think I watched your YouTube video because I wanted to see what the dorms look like, <laughs> and you was the only person that really had like a good video, I believe. Thank you. Yes. Thank Appreciate you. I'll tell you, like, you were the blueprint for like all the yeah. freshmen, like. I really like. I really wish you guys, you know, got the experience that I got. Hopefully you can, you know, make your own experience for the rest of the time that you have here. And it's really just about, you know, the people you surround yourself with and the type of time that you want to have. So just yeah. try to make the best out of any situation that you're in and get out of here. That's real, yeah. <laughs> yes, do y'all think. Sure. We don't have a word. Oh, Danny, um, you choose the word. Word of the episode. Shout out to Haji, too.
Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Aaron. <laughs> I want the word to be Hadouken because that's currently my favorite song. Hey. Listen to it if you haven't. Okay. Hadouken. So, yeah. How do you spell Hadouken? H A D O U K E N. Okay. Hadouken. Ryan, Ryan, we Hadouken. For sure. All right. But um. We gotta so start playing that in the episode. No cap. That's gonna be our outro song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, so yeah, thank y'all for listening to another episode of Millennials in Motion, and you feel me? Tune in next week. Peace. All right, y'all. Millennials in Motion is a product of WANM FM ninety point five in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida A and M University.